that's the bill for state government, we, as you can see. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Subcommittee One Health and Environment Affairs. We're here this morning um, taking up S-150. All committee members are present. We do have a quorum. Thank you for here. Uh, we have S-150. This is a bill to uh, legalize medical cannabis in the state of South Carolina. Uh, the bill provides that a qualifying patient with debilitating medical condition or the patient's designated caregiver may purchase a limited amount of cannabis product from a therapeutic cannabis pharmacy. A physician may specify a certain amount of cannabis products for a 14-day period. When a physician does not specify a certain amount of cannabis product, an allowable amount of cannabis for a 14-day period is a cannabis product for topical administration uh, or administration, or it could be a product that consists of oils for vaporization that contains no more of 8,200 milligrams of the Delta-9 THC. Medical cannabis means a product that is infused with or otherwise contain cannabis as a cannabis extract intended for use. Some of the medical conditions, debilitating medical conditions, consist of cancer, uh, multiple sclerosis, a neurological disease or disorder, including epilepsy, PTSD, Crohn's disease, sickle cell anemia, um, UC and wasting syndrome, autism, uh, severe persistent nausea, chronic medical condition causing several or persistent muscle spasms, or even a terminal illness with a life expectancy of less than one year in the opinion of the person's treating physician. DHEC must establish those procedures for suspending or terminating the registry ID cards. And with that, I believe we do have um, a few amendments to offer on S-150. And thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, this is a strike. Um, this looks like uh, the amendment. And if you would explain the amendment to us, please. Yes, sir, Mr. Hart, members of the committee. This is a technical amendment um, based on a review of the uh, bill as it passed the Senate. There were some, as you might expect in a bill this long, uh, some small errors um, that needed to be corrected. One, uh, since uh, on the first page in the findings section, um, the date should have been updated to March 1, 2022 as to how many states have uh, removed criminal penalties from the medical use of cannabis. And then many of the changes in here are merely um, stylistic uh, for uh, the uh, legislative Council uh, style manual, uh, renumbering, relettering. Um, there were a few cases uh, on the floor in the Senate. They changed the um, medical cannabis establishment for dispensing medical cannabis from dispensaries to a therapeutic cannabis pharmacy licensed by the Board of Pharmacy. And 
The term dispensaries was not changed everywhere in the bill, so we've done that. Uh, the definition uh, for a debilitating condition requires that we refer to debilitating rather than debilitated uh, conditions, so we've changed that throughout. There are some purely grammatical changes. Uh, there are some instances where the original term was to authorize medical cannabis. Uh, a, a physician could authorize medical cannabis. It was changed to issue written certification for medical cannabis. That's done throughout the bill. There was one case where the word marijuana was used. We changed that to cannabis. Um, there was one case where they left out the word consolidated and consolidated procurement code. Um, there's one, uh, there are two provisions in the bill, one at, uh, at 2030 and one in 2350 uh, that talked about DHEC's authority to adjust the fees for, to meet the needs of the program. Um, DHEC is supposed to charge fees sufficient to run, but not in excess of the cost to run the program. And in one case, it just said DHEC could increase fees, and the other, it said it could adjust. So we changed it to adjust so that they could actually decrease the fees if they saw that they could do that. Um, there was one case where they left in a, the phrase, in states were applicable for requiring the physician to have a state controlled substance registration number. That was in there uh, earlier when the bill would have allowed uh, authorizations from physicians from out of state. And that's, uh, that was changed in the Senate. Um, there is a provision um, that talks about uh, giving the Board of Pharmacy the authority to let DHEC know if a pharmacist is engaged in unprofessional conduct by violating this article and I added in or a provision of Chapter 43, Title 40, so that if a pharmacist who runs a therapeutic or works in a therapeutic cannabis pharmacy violates any provision of the Pharmacy Practice Act, they can notify DHEC. Um, there were two provisions that refer to, uh, that um, say that a, a physician or a pharmacist is not subject to arrest for acting within the scope of this bill. There was another section in the bill where an almost identical uh, provision was located for pharmacists and for physicians. I've changed it so that there is consistent throughout the bill. Um, there are two places in here where we've I've made it clear that uh, since the Board of Pharmacy is going to be involved with licensing the therapeutic cannabis pharmacies, whereas before it was just DHEC licensing dispensaries, that in addition to DHEC's authority to um, regulate and inspect pharmacies, the Board of Pharmacy also has that since they're responsible for licensing these pharmacies. Um, And other than that, most of this is stylistic or grammatical. And if you'd like, I can go through page by page. That's it. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Here in the uh, summary for the First Amendment, are there any questions from any members of the committee on our First Amendment? Yes, Representative Brawley. 
First, thank you for that summary. I know it took a lot of work. Uh, the only question I have is whether or not these amendments, this particular amendment has met with the Senate's, um, do, are they aware of the amendment and the technical changes that we're making? Ms. Brawley, I uh, met with Senator Davis and some of the stakeholders. Um, I met with Senator Davis at his office and then over a Zoom call. Uh, I don't think all of the stakeholders got all of the changes that they wanted because some of those changes seemed a bit more substantive than um, technical, but Senator Davis is aware of this. Any other questions from any members of the committee? Seeing none, is there a motion? Move, move them properly second that we adopt the amendment to S-150 of the clerk will call a roll. Ms. Brawley? Aye. Mr. Bustos? Aye. Mr. Hart? Aye. Ms. Matthews? Aye. Mr. Howard? Aye. All right. Thank you, and I believe we do have another amendment to S-150. Madam Clerk. Mr. Chairman, members of the committee, I was asked to prepare this amendment uh, and the bill as it was introduced, the uh, bill authorized uh, physicians licensed by the Board of Medical Examiners and podiatrists licensed by the Podiatry Board to authorize cannabis. Uh, podiatrists also uh, are legally authorized to prescribe opioids and the Senate took that out on the floor. Um, this amendment puts it back in and is actually a bit stricter. The Senate version, before it was taken out, allowed podi uh, all um, licensed podiatrists to write, do the written authorizations uh, for uh, medical cannabis. This restricts it just to those podiatrists who are authorized to prescribe um, by the Board of Medical Examiners and who meet the requirements of 4051-2110A. And those are the podiatrists who are RRA certified to do foot and ankle surgery and have an additional three years of training uh, and are uh, certified. So uh, podiatrists who don't have that additional level of training and certification would not be authorized to do the written certifications for medical cannabis. Are there any questions from any members of the committee on our second amendment to S-150? Hearing none, is there a motion? Moved and properly second that we adopt our second amendment to S-150 if the clerk will call the roll. Ms. Brawley? Aye. Mr. Bustos? Aye. Mr. Hart? Aye. Ms. Matthews? Aye. Mr. Howard? Aye. 
S-150 uh, has been amended uh, with the two amendments. We're now on the bill, S-150. And uh, it appears that no one has um, signed up. We've been through several years of testimony, but out of fairness and equity, we want to make sure that everyone has the chance to speak and have and share their side of the story for S-150. Before we take a vote, and we will have uh, also in another committee hearing, before we take a vote, is there anyone else who would like to speak on S-150? We want to make sure everyone has the opportunity to, to speak. Hearing none, uh, are there any, is there any discussion from any members of the committee? Hearing none, is there a motion to prove S-150 to the full committee? Move them properly. Second that we move S-150 to the full committee if the clerk will call the roll. Ms. Brawley. Aye. Mr. Bustos. Aye. Mr. Hart. Aye. Ms. Matthews. Aye. And Mr. Howard. Aye. S-150 is... Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I, I would ask the, the subcommittee to grant permission um, for the... Um, to request you to schedule a full committee public hearing. I, I got it. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I would ask that this committee um, grant permission to have a full committee hearing where the public can uh, hear, have hearings before the full 3M committee um, on Monday, starting Monday. Hearing the request from the chairman, is there any objections from any members of the committee? Hearing none, Mr. Chairman, your uh, request is approved. Thank you, sir. You actually have to vote on that. Okay. You're voting to request Mr. Howard to schedule the full committee public hearing. Is there a motion to... Uh, <laughs> Right, we need a second. Moved and properly second that we approve Chairman Howard's uh, request for the full committee if the clerk will call the roll. Ms. Brawley. Aye. Mr. Bustos. Aye. Mr. Hart. Aye. Ms. Matthews. Aye. And Mr. Howard. Aye. Thank you. S-150 has been approved to the full committee. I want to thank all the subcommittees for all of your hard work. I want to thank the staff for all of your hard work over the years. We will have our full committee on Monday. At 10 a.m. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Ms. Brawley. And I just want a point of clarification because what we've done is allowed the full committee, which typically does not, but we are allowing the full committee to have a hearing so that the public has yet another opportunity to yes. make their position known. Right. Be clear. They, they, could also, they could have spoken today. today and also they would have the opportunity to speak on Monday. All right. Thank you. Meetings adjourned. Thank you.